Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Dashback. And I am a man of constant sorrow. Or you can call me Matt. It's fine. Okay. So you're not one of the soggy bottom boys? Nope. I'm so happy that you said the correct band name. Very happy. Who who, who else would I say? I mean, you could go with uh, the people who created it, but I guess technically if you're looking at the 1800s, they were the first ones to technically say yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. 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 That's when the movie's based, right? It's a documentary. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. A documentary. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how they got color for that one. Or was it colorized? Like It was colorized. On, yeah. like Kind of like how like Ken Burns documentary heard of that sometimes. Oh, yeah. wow. Man, they yeah. spent some money on that thing. Yeah. That's great. I love O Brother. Uh, okay. O Brother. Favorite, favorite Coen Brothers movie. Go. My favorite. Favorite three, two, Coen one, Bro- go. My favorite. Gun to your head. Three, my two, one, favorite go. favorite Coen Brothers movie? Yeah. Three, two, one, gun to your head, go. My favorite yep. Coen oh Brothers movie. Oh, my God, he's stalling so hard. Do now, you look it up? Do you you're talking about Joel Coen? and Ethan Coen. <laughs> oh, I was talking about Dave Coen. Oh, okay, yeah. But, yeah, sorry. Let's do Joel um, and Ethan first. I have two, actually. One is uh, A Brother Up, though. I really love that movie. Okay. Uh, I think it's a perfect film. And then... Uh, inside Lou and Dave's is my other one. Do you think anybody says a serious man? I really enjoyed a serious man. I really did. I mean, I think it's a good movie, yeah. but do you think that's anybody's favorite Coen brothers movie? Um, Joel's, <laughs> uh, raising Arizona holds a special place in my sure. heart. It's a great pit. Uh, I dressed up as the bit, as the little Lebowski, mm-hmm. uh, last year, but I got to go with Fargo. Yeah, if you're if you want my quick question, the TV show is better than the movie. I'll say that right now. Oh, which season? Because not all of them. I'll probably say all of them. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Yeah, I guess I was wrong. Fuck me. Fuck my drag. Uh, geez, Louise. Ugh, whatever, man. Uh, that first like two seasons of that show, the first season especially, is fucking incredible. Yeah. Highly recommend you go check it out. If you haven't, which stop looking at this if you haven't. I, I used to do this this wonderful thing uh with Aaron, uh my my partner, uh, where I would forget that I had asked her if she had ever seen Fargo because I was so obsessed with it right after we met. <laughs> I asked her so many times uh when we lived together that my roommate was like, You've asked her this like seven times, man. <laughs> but, my roommate but, but, was getting annoyed with how often I was asking her if she had seen Fargo. But but had she seen Fargo? No, we watched it together. And okay. It was great. Okay. Yeah. But she she has stopped watching since then. Okay. Yeah, like two seasons back. Yeah. Sure. Okay. She liked the first two and then stopped. Okay. So she hates the Chris Rock, Jason Schwartzman, Tenth Elephant season. Yeah. Oh yeah. Particularly. Yeah. It's a real shame. It is a shame. Yeah, I'm excited for that to come back. Anyways, we talk about comics usually. A Crying Shame is a movie as well, too, isn't it? From them? I don't know. Not from them, it's not. Or I'm thinking of A Crying Game, because that's not from them. A Crying Game is a movie, and it is also not from the Coen Brothers. Would you like to see the Coen Brothers do a version of The Crying Game? Sure. Okay, yeah, there you go. I don't know further questions. Yeah, a a more musical version. Uh, Do you want me to get to the news for this week? Yeah. There is none. Okay, great. Perfect. Um, so let's just catch up instead. Let's okay. uh, let's talk about uh, what do you want to talk about? 
Uh, okay, so I'm rewatching Taskmaster season four, which obviously we agree that Noel Fielding is amazing. But oh boy, you're going so in, you're going over uh, everybody's heads. Nobody is listening. Uh, They're turning their podcast. Off. I, I had I saw a thing for nobody a, watches Taskmaster for, but us but. for a cheater of cheater seasons. Okay. Uh, so you bring back Dave Gorman. Oh, okay, you're going to need to stop talking right now. You're losing <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Nobody knows what A, what Taskmaster is, which, by the way, if you don't, it's a wonderful British game show uh, featuring comedians. You should absolutely Every season's it. on YouTube for free right now, too. It is. And it's arguably my favorite show. It's like top five. Yeah, yeah. I would say I would get more. Even it's though, my favorite, like top five. No, no, I, I could I could say it probably is like my favorite because like even though like like, I, I love The Bear. Like, it, I thought The Bear was the best show to air this year, bar none. I get more excited about a season of New Season of the Taskmaster than I do Wait, for... you like The Hard Knocks with The Bears? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly why. Okay. I only watch Hard Knocks <laughs> if The Bears are on it. Okay. Only if it features Jay Cutler's wife. <laughs> uh, Kristen Cavallari. She is... Uh, Didn't they get divorced, I think? Yeah, a long time ago now. A couple okay. Years back. That's too bad. Wasn't she an anti-vaxxer or am I making that up? Or is he an anti-vaxxer? I think he kind of was. It's so hard to keep straight how many anti-vaxxers there, there, there are in the league. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of them out there still. Uh, Clapton. Clapton's Yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Johnny Rotten. Yeah. Johnny Rotten doesn't surprise me because Johnny Rotten's job is to be a professional contrarian. AKA, he's a huge piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's also the same guy that... <laughs> That would be like, no, red means go, green means stop. Because, because it's not it, all there. No, I, I agree. <laughs> Which is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the best of us aren't. But yeah, it's uh, true. we do Taskmaster game nights over here at your house. Yeah. Um, they're fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, watch Taskmaster if you have it. That's, I guess, Alex's plea to the world. Sure, I agree. And then after you watch it, go watch the New Zealand version. And then after that, go watch the Australian version. Um, I, I shudder asking you this question, but um, have you been listening to any good music lately? Uh, no, you haven't? Stop. Oh, okay, yeah. So let's yeah, no, continue. I have. The the new album from Bank <sighs> called, called Sweet Gloom is, is is incredible. You don't even know the band I'm talking about. Oh, oh you're done talking. Okay. Or, or what genre they are. So No, no, I don't. And I can only assume. Well, when you know what to say about when you assume... When you assume, you assume it's going to be a ska band. Oh. Uh, and in this case, you are dead wrong. Okay. I'm please. Actually, no, we don't need to talk about this <laughs> any further. You want to talk about comic books? Uh, sure. What have you read comic book wise lately? O- only X-Men books. Only X-Men And then books. I've been reading uh, the Grindel Omnibuses. So I'm on the fourth Grindel Omnibus. Anything you're excited for? No. That's not X-Men or Mike McGill. Uh, the the new trade of what we do is secret. Or not what we do is secret. That's a germ song. Uh, <laughs> the uh, What's the furthest place from here? I think we're alone now. What's the furthest place from here? Volume 2 just came out. Oh, did uh, it? Yeah. Which is also named after, which is from a Jawbreaker song. So pardon me, a different punk band. Uh, That's exciting. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I'm very excited to get that and pick that up. I'm really excited to read the new uh, Fanagraphics uh, Daniel Klaus oh book. Uh, oh, you say Daniel Klaus. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The cartoonist. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and get really depressed reading it. Sure. I'm sure it will make me really sad and feel really bad for a day. I got really depressed reading X Lies and Death of Wolverine. Why can't you just find love? That guy is never going to find love. 
What if they remake? What if they remake Fifty First Dates, but the main character is Wolverine, and it's just throughout the decades of him going on different first dates? These need to be twelve issue series types things. I'm a hundred percent on board with all of these ridiculous ideas. People would eat this shit up. Hire me, Marvel. Yeah, we will write bizarro X Men stories for you, and people will buy it. Yeah, they will. They will. We'll we'll win zero Eisners. Yeah. But we'll crash the Eisner party anyway. Yeah, I want a 12-issue what-if series. Yeah. <laughs> what if Wolverine went on 51st Dates? <laughs> what if Wolverine was the lead singer of a ska band, Alex? I uh, feel like you could write this. Canonically, Star-Lord was already the lead singer of a ska band. Well, what if it was Wolverine? And also... Oh, God. He also... You know way too much He also this. quotes an Aquabat song in one Can issue. Can we stop doing this podcast now? I don't want to do there's this There's also an issue of uh, Deadpool where there's just a person in the background... And their t-shirt just says uh, ska on it. Uh, that's almost funny. Like, they're hating on it. That, that's exactly what it is. We also have watched way too I'm much. I'm sorry that there is a bigger overlap between punk and comics than there is between uh, garage bands and, and comic books. Yeah, you know what? And just rock and roll in general in comic yeah. books. It's not super prevalent. Hey. Hey, there's an overlap. The the Adam Age, the garage punk band, put out their fifth album today. So you're you're welcome to go listen to that if you want to dive yeah, into it. Yeah, but I know when you're saying garage punk, I know what the voice is going to sound like for the person singing it, and it's probably not going to be my kind of voice. Honestly, the vocals are probably the worst part uh, of that band. <laughs> That's the, I feel like yeah. the worst part of most of the. I was going to say like they they sound the a lot like they sound like uh, the Cramps. They have a lot of Cramps influence as well too. Uh, so that's fun. Rocket from the Crypt, uh, the Hives as well too. There's a bit of Hives in there because their songs are bouncy, but lyrically they're a garage band, 100, okay. percent and sonically as well. All right, well that's been Alex's music corner. Okay, so that's was, because we had no news so, today, so we're done with we the podcast. No fucking news today, um, other than a bunch of Disney shows were delayed. Yeah, that's it. That's all that's happening. There's a couple trailers um, for shows that we're going to talk about in like a month. So. Yeah. Eat your fucking heart out. So what are we talking about today? Oh, we didn't even tell people, did we? No. Um, oh, boy. Um, what are we talking about today? Talking about Ahsoka, the first four episodes. Oh, I didn't watch any of that. Okay. You actually believe you just watched Rebels, Rebels. right? Yeah, I, in you, its entirety. You, had you watched Clone Wars before that? Negative, Ghost Rider. Okay, so you never watched Clone Wars. Nope. Okay, that's... There's a lot of great... Anakin and Ahsoka moments throughout Clone Wars, uh, which makes it, I mean, it's a great show, but Rebels really, I think for this show, like sets a tone. That's the one. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's where all the characters are from. Uh, aside from Ahsoka. Uh, Ahsoka does appear in Rebels, but Ahsoka is from Clone Wars. Yeah. She's uh, yeah. in Rebels a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you've seen, obviously, Rebels. Um, yeah. Have you watched it more than once? Is this... Uh... No, I, I've just watched it once, but okay. I, I remember... Uh, Ezra and Sabine and oh I cannot remember Freddie Prince Jr.'s Hera. character. Zeb? No, yeah, Zeb. No, like Hera I remember, Yang I remember, uh Thrawn obviously I remember. Yeah. But but from the show, Ezra and Sabine were the standouts for me. G A T. Gat. <laughs> oh, do you think they did it on purpose? Do you think that yeah. that Star Wars 100%, yeah. gave him the initials of Gat yeah. on purpose? Grand Admiral uh, Thrawn. But with that being it's interesting because it because this is an Ahsoka show, but there's so many characters from Rebels. In yeah, fact, it seems like a continuation. And, of in fact, Ezra is the driving force f- for one character. Actually, in Thrawn's driving force for another character as well, too. 
I mean, in a lot of ways, the two of them are the driving force of the show. Yeah, even though they haven't made an appearance uh, at all. No. Uh, I think we got like a small glimpse of, of Ezra, maybe? Yeah. No. Uh, no, it was like a mural like type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, we know he's in it, so yeah. he's coming. Um, yeah. He's not, not – maybe he is. We, we, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Um, so I guess we're going to start getting into it. But spoilers. I will say – Yeah, spoilers first. For the first um, four episodes. For the first four. And the episode four has a big thing. Yeah. Um, I read, uh, I just watched episodes three and four today. Okay. I wanted to watch them right before we recorded yeah, yeah. this. I usually don't do that. I can't usually hold off on Star Wars stuff. Yeah. It's impossible for me. I did it this time. And I saw a spoiler that said somebody died in episode four. And I was like, the whole episode, <laughs> stressing, yeah, yeah, depressing, yeah. all that shit. And... I want to get into that, but let's let's leave the cliffhanger for death okay. for a little bit longer. I'll say this for, I thought the first episode was good, but this show has gotten better with every single episode. The, every episode has a cliffhanger. Too. Yes. And to where like, to where I think Andor's is the best Star Wars we've gotten in a long time. This is the best like Jedi classic Star Wars that we've got in a long time. This is a Jedi story. Yes. In a nutshell. If you were a classic Star Wars fan and you want more uh, Tales of the Jedi in the old vein, things that look like that, things that sound like that, are I, reminiscent of I don't it, know this how this, is it. I don't know how the show is going to end, but I will say through these four star episodes, I would say it's better than any of the, the last three movies that came out. Or the, the, the last trilogy, I should say. Oh, man. I don't know about that. It's so and good. Like I, it's it's so fun. Uh, uh, Ahsoka is a great lead. The writing is so strong on it. The Filoni, right? Yeah, Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni. He's written. He's the writer for every episode, uh, I believe. Uh, and uh, what's Friend of the face? podcast? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Skull Ray Stevenson, uh, Balin Skull, and R. R. Ray Stevenson. Yes, and, and Shin, his his apprentice or Padawan. Are great villains as well too. Uh, and Rock, yes. I believe, is the yeah. the other maybe sis name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, like, not anymore. The yes, <laughs> but like at the end, of, I want to say it was the second or third episode where they are with the the the, the Death the More Witch, who spoilers for this, who is leading the plan to bring Grand Animal Thrawn back. Uh, and she talks about how they need to stop and kill Osana, uh, not Osana, Ahsoka, uh, and. And Balin's goal is like, it would be a shame because there's so few, few Jedi left. And he, it feels earnest when he says that. Like, it doesn't sound there's not malice or hate behind it. He generally does not want to kill any more Jedi. He gives a really great performance in episode four. And you can really see that there's some struggle within him a bit. Like, that conflicted yes. old he, Jedi. And yes, he, he, he's, very matter of he's doing what he does because he believes that it is best for the, yeah. the, the galaxy. He's not doing it out of power or anger or hate, but he, but he believes this is the best future forward. Which is really interesting. And what do you, uh, you, you typically see a lot more of the hate. Yeah. On that side. Yeah. And and hate and anger. Control. Yeah. Yeah. You don't see that at all through him. There doesn't need to be any hate or anger at all. Yeah. And whenever to jump to episode four, but we'll go back him talking about how Anakin like mentioned Ahsoka as well too, mm-hmm. like shows that he's, he, he was once obviously a member, not obviously, he could be post, but he has an affiliation with the Order because he didn't call him Darth Vader. He, he called him Anakin. Yeah. yeah. He's a, I mean, I don't I don't know that you necessarily label him a Sith yet. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I mean, that's obviously the side he's fighting for. It's interesting, too, because Shin, his 
Pad, Pad, even though there's not like Padawans in like the Sith hierarchy or order. Yes, but she also has like that like that Padawan braid as well too, yeah. uh, which I thought was an interesting design choice and obviously purposeful because like Dave Filoni is probably like the biggest like Star Wars nerd out there and knows every detail and like does everything I'm to sure a T. The reasoning behind a lot of this and the lack of actual anger and things are explained in a lot of the books. A lot of the Legends books are gaining a lot of traction right now. And a lot of that stuff is being brought into canon yeah. at the moment, uh, along with all the animated stuff. So uh, apparently a lot of Star Wars Legends books are readable now. So you mentioned Rebels. Uh, every character that's been brought over from Rebels, aside from one, I think one, has been recast. Uh, what are your thoughts on the new cast members? Uh, I really enjoy Sabine a lot. Uh, I mean, I guess who's the, I mean, Hera's great. Um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead's always fun. Uh, and anything that she's doing, I'm, I'm 100% on board. Uh, I don't know if Chopper was recast or not. Well, Hu Yang is the same, correct? Yes, that's the one. And that... Jeb? Jed? Uh, oh, God, not. Oh, man, what's his name? The, the purple guy. I just said it earlier. We, we haven't seen him, though, have we? Zeb, uh, we saw him in the portrait. We saw him not in the show, but we've seen him in the trailer. Uh, no, we saw him in a different show, I believe. Okay. Uh, in the last Star Wars show, I think we saw him in Andor, maybe. Maybe he was. I can't remember. Yeah, uh, but we've seen Zeb. We yeah, one hundred percent seen Zeb. Okay, but yeah, because it was actually Eccleston who played Ahsoka originally in Clone Wars and Rebels, and it's a Rosario now. Uh, I think Rosario has been incredible as Ahsoka. Yeah, that's the biggest. Uh, oh man, is she's so interesting because I don't, I don't think that she's doing too much. No, well. but like I, I think she plays Ahsoka very self-assured, but but, but not cocky she as plays well. It like I do. A Jedi Master. Yes, but someone who Ahsoka, I want to say like famously because you're not everyone's Star Wars nerd, she's not but a, like she's famously not correct because she left the Order. Yep. Um, so, but she, she feels very focused and driven, but without cockiness or, uh, I want to say like, she wanted to go find yeah. out, she left, uh, the Jedi order to go find out why they're no longer serving pizza at McDonald's. Yes. She, it is a years long quest. She's not found it yet. <laughs> uh, and, and rebels, obviously like Sabine had the dark saber. And gave it to Bo-Katan and Rebels. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think watching the show, it shows why. Because Sabine's had a lot of screw-ups. Oh, man. Sabine is yeah. not the most intelligent person. Yeah. She made the right choice to give it to Bo-Katan. Yep. Uh, what do you think about the uh, the opening with Sabine? Uh, with her fighting all those droids? Or, no, her racing through the city. Racing through the city. I thought of it. Because, like, it, it shows... Where her emotional state is, like like after losing Ezra, like not wanting to be hailed as a hero or anything, because to her, while this one was a success, the cost was was too high, and she hasn't healed from that. Yep. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Uh, I thought it was absolutely gorgeous too, seeing like the highways and stuff. Yeah. On these planets. Although to jump forward a little bit to her fighting the droids that were invading her her home, uh. The, the I love say, those designs too. I want to say the action scenes have been great in this. Yeah, every, every lightsaber. Yes, every lovely. lightsaber fight has been. Even the fight with Hu Yang and, and the droids up there too. What was it? 
uh, when they crash on the planet, he's working on the ship was fantastic as well. We've never seen two droids just fight in Star Wars. I was thinking the same thing too. Yeah. That was really cool watching yeah. a 100% CGI battle. Yeah. Uh, but it was incredibly well yeah. done. And also where he fries the ship and Sabine thinks he screwed up and just Ahsoka immediately realizes that that's not what happened. Her just walking out with all self-assured. Yeah. A lot yeah. lightsaber drawn. Yeah. Just so many cool moments in it. In the series, yeah, you get you get so much of the the subtle Jedi and so much yeah. of the learning in the Padawan, and we're only halfway through as well too. Yeah, and like like my fear is like, and I don't want to talk about it too much because it may be on our year end, but like Secret Wars was a very like slow build like kind of show that got I thought better and better each episode, and then just tapered. Are you or worried crashed. we're in a plateau? That that's what I'm worried about because because last episode of Secret sure. War is kind of crashed a bit uh, i thought uh or plateaued i should say not crashed crash probably too hard and I- i'm worried about that because ahsoka's just been a a rise w- w- with each episode yeah i thought i thought secret wars plateaued kind of early too unfortunately um and that really hasn't been the case like it started all right it started yeah. good the show did obviously yeah. I-, I liked it but it, it wasn't a huge draw yeah. between episode two and three i wasn't like i have to watch this the second it comes yeah. out like i was able to actually yeah. save it and then while I watched episode three and then four, yeah, yeah, they yeah. were both incredible. Yeah. Um, and you're like, now I've got to watch Ahsoka yeah, the second it comes like, out. I need this yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, which is obviously was the plan. That's what their their intention yeah. was. So In fact, we'll see what happens. Episode five is going to be released in some theaters as well, too. Yeah, I saw that. That must yeah. be something big. Yeah. Uh, I, I think so. I think probably just with the twist, not the twist, but like the ending of episode four as well, too, probably pays into that. Well, let's talk about it. Okay. Um, so there is a big tease, like I said, at the yeah, beginning of the there's a big fight basically between Bill and Skull and Ahsoka. Uh, uh, where... and if you know, uh, physics at all and, uh, you, you know, don't want to fall off of a mountain and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd be like Ahsoka. Uh, unfortunately for Ahsoka, she's kicked off a mountain. Yeah. Sabine just makes the situation worse. Constantly. Uh, yeah. Which, 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 which I don't dislike Sabine as a character, and I understand her motivation yep. behind it as well. Too, like I, I don't hate Sabine, but like nope, she just screwed up though. Yeah, and it's yeah, not like she yeah. like made you know. And I, and I feel like it's like in line with her character. Like she didn't want to be like in Rebel. She didn't want to be the leader of the Mandalorians or anything like that as well. Too, she just wants to be happy and to like be with her friends and her family and she considers Ezra like a part of like her family as well too and and what would you do if you had a chance to get someone you loved and bring them back to you like that's what so so I understand Sabine's motivations behind it but it's interesting to see so it could give Sabine some Jedi training uh because I loved watching that because I loved, I loved watching he yeah. um play the part of like a general grievous yeah. type. I'll talk about how she's the worst Jedi P- Padawan that he's ever seen. Yeah. And uh, I mean, granted she's probably 20 years older than yeah. any Padawan. He's and, ever seen. and he is force sensitive, but like, it, or she is force sensitive, but like she doesn't have powers. Correct. And it also shows that like towards the end that she was tempted by the dark side as well too. Yeah. She is fallible. Yeah. Uh, not me. I'm not tempted. No. Which is, I ain't no bitch. Got a, be killer for Ahsoka because the, the the master that she left was obviously fell to the dark side, and the person that she undertook to train uh, as an unofficial Padawan also. Oh man! Uh, Immediately she takes the bait. Yeah. Immediately leans into the dark side. But I mean, maybe and that was for, a skin saving tactic. And then for Bailey's hold to like crush the compass as well too, just so, like no one could follow them. 
I mean, what was she going to do? I know. Shoot it and then die? You know, I yeah. mean, she kept herself alive. So, But the thing we're talking about was when Ahsoka basically dies as far. I mean, she, I mean she's not dead because the show is called Ahsoka. And she, she's not going to be in the, the, the last, the, the, the second half of the series. We see her in a place that is called the World Beyond Worlds. Yeah. Uh, that we saw once before. Yeah. Uh, we saw her get pulled into the same scenario. She, her life was saved by Ezra Bridger, uh, and he was he pulled her out of a certain death scenario into the in between. But yes, and like this world. is like the world of like if you had to get like in this world where like force ghosts like exist and all that as well. Yep. Uh, uh, and speaking of, because she sees Anakin, and and she refers to him like as master as well too. I believe as well too. Like. I think so. Like as, as Jedi, or maybe called me, and I kind of can't remember, but but like in seeing Hayden Christensen at, as Anakin, not and Anakin as he looked like in Clone Wars, uh, in Return to or whatever uh, Episode Three. Do you like that she would like just started like nodding her head and said, "You son of a bitch!" And yeah, you yeah, at her. yeah. But like, <laughs> in the but it world. was interesting because Ahsoka had a lot of frustration animosity fear and anger towards Anakin, but like none of that seemed to be present there in that moment at all. No, it was relief. Yeah. Yeah. And I cannot wait for the next episode to see how that plays out. Oh boy. Yeah. We're, I know why they're taking episode yeah. five to the theaters. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure we're going to see Thrawn and Ezra in this series and we're halfway through and haven't seen them yet. Yeah. So that means any second now, honestly, like Ray Stevenson, RIP, being dead is is also tragic because because Balin is a fantastic Star Wars villain. Yeah, I'm hope I'm hoping that they're able to give him a a good finale in the season. Yeah, because otherwise that'd be you know that'd be really unfortunate. Yeah, I agree because it's, it's a great character. This I don't know it's like I, I love the Mandalorian. I I liked Boba Fett. I liked Obi Wan, but like as far as like Jedi stuff. This is like the, this, this is, is scratching. the Jedi stuff. Yeah. This is scratching right. that, that Jedi yeah. itch. Yep. And some of the acting, Mary Elizabeth Winstead's acting in some of the stuff where she's, it almost looks like she's talking to green screens or something. Um, it can be a little stiff at times. Uh, fully acknowledge that. I do. Sure. I totally do. I still think that she's doing a great job. Yeah. I think that she's hamstrung by the fact she's working with droids and shit uh, a little bit. Well, by people I mean, talking. Her, it probably doesn't help that. Her husband is a Star Wars legend, so that she's probably just fearing of uh, screwing up his legacy. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, and she's like, she's like, I don't want my show to be better than yours. I want my show to be on pars with yours, so there's no drama in the household. Obviously, yes, Hera, because the, that's how marriages work. The badass is, green woman in uh, Ahsoka is married to uh, Hayden Christensen. <laughs> I know, I know, you, you shook your head. Uh, <laughs> Obi-Wan. She's married to Obi-Wan. Oh, I was going to guess Carrie Fisher. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. R2-D2 soon, dude. Yeah. <laughs> R2-D2 soon. How is that not a, like, uh, a, a funeral card? Whatever you call them. A, grie- a grieving card? There's, yeah. there's a word for it. Though. I can't escape me at the moment. Yeah, a grieving card? That's a good no. name for it. Yes, but, but there's an actual word for, like, like I'm sorry for your loss, like, type. Sympathy card? Yeah, I guess sympathy card. Yeah. yeah. I like grieving card better yeah, though. Grieving how has that not been done? Grieving card is there. How, how is grieving card? Call us. Come on. <laughs> We're here. Uh, 
trademark, registered copyright, whatever it is. It's done right here now. One eight hundred H E N C H M E. Yeah, and then just hit the end. Anyway. Also, great band name, Grieving Card. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. I don't know what kind of band name, but still great band name. Yeah, solid. Yeah. Ten out of ten. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, ten out of ten, what do you give this? I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten so far. It obviously could change because we're only halfway through the season. But like, I love this. Like, like I said, it gets better and better with every episode. Woo! What I'm about you? Puffing over here, I'm giving it a nine too. This is okay. this is great stuff. Uh, you see lightsabers. You see fights. You see multiple fights happening at once. Uh, you see people being cool ass samurais. Everything is good. The visuals are incredible. They've put so much love and heart into this. You can see it. Yeah. Even the moments that are uh, a little cheesy or, or it, fall a little flat, they don't really leave you feeling sad. I'm glad Dave Filoni is the writer showrunner of this show. Obviously, he created Ahsoka, but like it, that guy can wear a cowboy hat too. He he can, but like he. He was the right person to be in charge of this series. I disagree. I think it was me, but oh, yeah, Dave yeah, is a good yeah, second. Yeah. I'll give him that. I'll give uh, him that. You would have just had Ahsoka just watching 20 seasons of Big Brother Coruscant. Yeah. <laughs> I would have had her on Big Brother Coruscant. Yeah. That would have been the Ahsoka yeah. show, was her winning yeah. Big Brother um, Coruscant. For our next episode, we'll be talking about two things. Actually, we're talking about the new season of I Am Groot, which just came out on Disney Plus this yeah, week. So make sure you spend 15 minutes so you can uh, yeah. be totally caught up on uh, that. And we're talking about the latest season, uh, season four of Harley Quinn on Max. The final episode airs next week at the time of this recording. Uh, so I'm excited. I can't wait. I can. Okay. But I'm, I'm also very pumped. Okay, good. I'm glad. For the Comic, Comics, I'm Alex Ashback. Uh, and I'm going to go watch the finale for Under the Banner of Heaven. I love you. Hit your knees, eh? <laughs>